0: Hello and welcome to theater five from otrgold.com this episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors
2: Theater 5 presents The Delinquent. Here it is, Jill, baby. The
3: motel. Yes. The sign's changed, though. Looks the same to me. Oh, they've got a new proprietor. Mrs. Wells Prop.
2: Okay, so they got a new proprietor. It's still our motel, baby.
3: <laughs> you can say that again, Bud.
2: Wanna come in while I register? We'll get some soda water to spike the booze with.
3: Oh, you're real groovy, Bud. <laughs>
2: Hello, you Mrs. Wells? I am. We'd like to register.
1: Yes, and we'll want some club soda and some chewing gum. Is that your car out there?
2: Yep. Don't look like much, but I like labored on it and it'll do 120.
1: (laughs) Have you got the registration for the car?
2: What kind of a question is that?
1: Well, Natch, he's got it.
2: My gosh, suspicion, prejudice?
1: Have you got identification?
2: Look, I'm Bud Tuttle. I've been like coming here every year and Do
1: you two have any money? Say, what is this? Can you pay cash in advance?
2: Well, I've got cash, sure, but every year before this...
1: Have you got luggage? Well, I like
2: that. Look, Mrs. Wells, I guess like maybe you don't understand who we are. You're new here, but we aren't, dig? <laughs> <laughs> We're certainly not new here, are we, chill Baby? Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should guess not. Have you got any luggage with you?
2: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, now. Now, can I register?
1: Are you two married?
2: Now what kind of a question is that?
1: A simple one. Are you two married? Oh, now look here. What's that got to do with it? I'm the owner here, and I would like to know. Look, if look, you,
2: you still... got us wrong. We're like regular, steady customers. Every year sure. you can ask the others.
3: What others? Uh, the others. Uh, they must have got here
2: a day or two ago. That's right. Most of them anyway. They'll vouch for us. You ask them.
3: There aren't any others here.
2: Oh, now, look, Mrs. West... What
3: are you trying to hand us, anyway? I said there aren't any others here.
2: But there's got to be. Look, we're a day late this year, That's uh, yes, so...
3: right. Usually we're a day early. <laughs> we're the eager beaver type. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> right.
2: Yeah. But this year we're a day late, so the others have got to be here.
3: Well, they're not. Bud. Yes, baby? Bud, this is like crazy. Hey, uh, wait a minute.
2: I got it. This Bud. is a practical joke.
3: Oh, Bud, you think so? Sure it is.
2: <laughs> We're you, Mrs. Wells. The others, like, put you up to this, didn't they? They said when Bud and Jill come, you stream along. Am I right? I told you the others are not here. Oh, yes, they are. They come every year, same as we do.
1: That's right.
2: You know what it is? It's a tradition. Hey, that, that, that's right. That's it, it, right. I never thought of it that way. We, what, what we've got going here, we, we've got going, it, it's a tradition. Yes.
3: Yeah, I just happened to think of it.
2: All right. So every year we all come here, and uh, this isn't the only motel a bunch uses, but still this is one of the motels they use, and. It's
3: the one Bud and me
2: use. That's every right. Every time. That's right. That's right. And mm. no questions asked before. No. So what I say, it's a practical joke, huh?
1: It's not a practical joke.
2: You mean, say, the others didn't come here?
1: I never said they didn't come here. I said they're not here now. Well, why not, for crying out loud? Because I wouldn't have them. But why not? Perhaps they didn't answer my question satisfactorily. Are you two married?
2: Or... I never said we were, and I never said we weren't.
1: That is quite correct. Who said we wanted the same gabbin. How do you know we weren't going to have separate cabins? All you have to do is answer my questions, which you haven't done yet. We can always go to one of the other motels, you know. We'll go right ahead.
2: Oh, look, uh, you don't dig. We come here every year. And...
1: I understand perfectly. You come here every year, and that's why I don't want you. Are you,
2: are you you're telling us you're not going to let us register?
3: I am. You knew it all along, too, didn't you? That's right. Well, someday our generation is going to take over,
2: and you'll see. That's right, you creep.
1: You'd better leave now. Don't worry.
2: Come on, Jill, baby. Sure. Get out of here. Oh.
1: More than we're just here. Yes, they're driving the usual souped up model. They're headed south toward the other motels. You won't be able to miss them. Good luck.
2: Let me see your license. What is this? I wasn't
4: speeding. I want to see your license.
3: Everybody's against us.
4: Hmm. Wilbur Tuttle. Well, somebody named Wilbur Tuttle has a license to drive a car.
2: Are uh, you Wilbur Tuttle? You trying to say I'm not? What are you so touchy about?
3: Well, why shouldn't he be? We weren't doing anybody any harm. We're just two innocent people looking for a motel.
4: Are you married?
3: Oh, for crying out loud. I don't
2: see that that's any of your business. We're in love. You got a law against that? Besides, we want separate cabins. There's nothing wrong with that, is there?
4: No. The fact is, at your age, it might be more comfortable. Now, what kind of a crack is that? Yes, what kind
3: of a crack is that? We're not so young, officer.
4: I wasn't thinking of how young you are. Well, what were you thinking of then? I was thinking of how old you are. What? That's crazy. I don't think so. Two people in their 60s like you. Oh,
2: listen to him, (laughs) bud. (laughs) That's a hot one.
4: (laughs) What are you doing in this town anyway? Well, I guess we've got a right to be in this town. We're American citizens, aren't we? I suppose so. Now, tell me, what are you doing in this town? We come here every year.
2: With friends, right? That's right.
4: You can check our friends if you want to.
2: Yeah, some of them must be in motels right along the road here.
4: I don't think so. Your friends are all in jail.
2: Well, now, that can't be true. Oh, it is.
3: Uh, but now, look. We all come here every year. Uh, the others and us.
2: That's right. We'll vouch for them.
3: And uh, nothing like this ever happened before. The town's been glad to have us.
2: That's right. We gave this town a lot of, like, publicity, sure. and now you throw the others in jail. Sure, and
3: then you stop us
2: along the road
3: here. I guess we have our rights, and why should a policeman stop us?
4: You're here for the annual frolic, right? My right.
3: Yes, and what's wrong with that?
4: Maybe nothing. All I know is what my orders are. My orders are to pick up anybody who's here for the annual frolic. You can't do that. The annual frolic takes place every year. Sure, and the seven year locusts come out every seven years. But I'm picking you up now, and I'm booking you, and I'm tossing you in jail with the others. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. The
3: rest of you should have
1: warned us. Well, how could we? They picked us up and brought us right here to jail before we knew what was happening. They're against us. That's what they are. It isn't fair. Don't I know it?
3: And why don't they pick up murderers and people like
1: that? But
3: no, they pick up just people who want to have a little fun.
1: You can say that again. It isn't. Do I look all right, Jill? Why? Well, my trial's in an hour. Oh! No. Oh, don't cry.
3: Now, how can I help it? They're going to take you out of here, put you on trial, and then I won't have a cellmate.
1: I'm going to show my legs to the jury. <laughs> and I'll
3: have to be in here in the cell all alone, all night long, until they try me tomorrow morning. <laughs>
2: It isn't fair. Hey, Hank. What is it, bud? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to complain about the food in this place.
0: Yeah, it's rotten.
2: We're going to arrest law-abiding citizens. They ought to feed them good food. Bud. Why?
0: We're entitled to a lawyer.
2: I'm going to conduct my own defense. You, Me too. I'll tell him a thing or two.
0: I'm I'm going to cross-examine the guy who arrested me.
2: I'm going to tell him about the food in this place.
0: I I go on trial in 15 minutes.
2: After you're out of here, I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to prepare my defense. You got a pencil, Hank? Uh, uh, No. Oh, well, all right. They won't give me a pencil how they expect me to defend myself. is in session. Uh, your Honor, I the want to... The defendant
0: will be quiet.
2: But, Your Honor, I want to protest against I the...
0: said the defendant will be quiet. You'll have ample opportunity to make any protest you want later on. Your name is Wilbur Tuttle?
2: Mm, yes, but everybody calls me Bud.
0: Well, then I'll call you Bud. And your name is Jill Tuttle? Yes, sir. All right. Now, Bud and Jill, in view of the fact that you people are obviously in your 60s... I object! We haven't started the trial yet. I'm just explaining procedure.
4: Oh.
0: I was going to say that since you were in your 60s, you would be within your rights in demanding to be tried in a regular court.
3: Isn't this a regular court? Oh, this is juvenile court. What? Well, that's all right, then. That's where we should be tried.
2: No, oh, no, I object. I object. Your
0: Honor, why are there no spectators? We don't ordinarily allow spectators in juvenile court.
2: I demand to be tried in a court where they have an audience. I want the television cameras there, too. I was about to explain to you that if you were tried in the ordinary criminal court, the
0: spectators would be citizens of this town. You, You want the citizens of this town to be present at your trial? I want to be sure that the whole world hears what I have to say. But the citizens of this town were talking about lynching you. Oh. Citizens of this town don't think of you as youthful offenders. They think of you as just plain offenders.
3: We are youthful offenders. We've been youthful offenders for 45 years.
2: Well, Mr. Tuttle? Well, if the audience is going to be prejudiced... I thought you'd decide juvenile court was better.
0: Now, you have a right to an attorney.
2: Now I'm going to be my own lawyer. Yes,
3: and he's going to be mine, too. Bud is just as smart as any old lawyer. And when he gets his chance in life... All, believe right, all me, right, all right, all he... right.
0: Now, now we're very informal here in juvenile court. There's, there's no need of a prosecuting attorney. I'll, I'll question the witnesses.
2: And so will I.
0: All right, let's begin. Uh, the first witness is Mrs. Wells. Uh, Mrs. Wells, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, to help you, God? I do. you recognize the defendants?
1: Yes. They're the two people who came to my motel two days ago and wanted to register.
0: Well, did you have some conversation
1: with them? Yes.
0: What did they tell you?
1: Mostly they told me over and over again that they came here every year.
0: They say why?
1: Not in so many words, but they said that they were there for the same reason as the others. The others? Yes, the ones who came the day before and told me that they were here for the annual frolic.
0: That's all, Mrs. Wells. Uh, Mr. Tuttle, do you want to question this witness? Huh? I said, do you want to question this witness?
2: Uh, Well, I I don't know. Uh, uh, Yes, yes. Uh, Mrs. Wells, you're prejudiced, aren't you?
1: Prejudiced against what? Just
2: prejudiced. You heard me, you're prejudiced.
1: I don't know how to answer that. You're prejudiced against us. Oh. Yes, of course I am. Uh-huh.
2: Do you
0: uh, have any other questions, Mr. Tuttle? No, I just want to go on record. Go on record as saying what? Uh-huh. Oh. Well, your remark has been duly recorded. Mrs. Wells, you may step down. The next witness is Sergeant Boyd. Sergeant, you promised tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but tell... Truth, so help you God. I do. Sergeant Boyd, did you stop these defendants when they were driving along the road south of town two days ago? I did. We didn't try to run away, did we? Etta boy, but... Order! Now, Sergeant, did these people
4: say anything to you about the annual frolic? They did. They said they were here for the annual frolic and that they had always come here for the annual frolic.
0: Thank you, Sergeant.
2: Your witness, Mr. Toddle. Uh, Sergeant, uh... You're prejudiced against young people, aren't you? No. You're prejudiced against anybody having a good time. No. You're
3: prejudiced against us.
2: Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I assume
0: you'd like that remark recorded, Mr. Tuttle.
2: You can say that again.
0: I assume you'd like that remark recorded, Mr. Tuttle. No, I... Oh, you think you're smart, don't you? You care to call any defense witnesses, Mr. Tuttle? Yes, I call Jill Tuttle.
3: (laughs) Jill Tuttle? (laughs)
0: Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to so help you, God? And the proper answer to that is not you can say that again. But I do.
3: Some people think other people have never been to the movies.
2: I do. <laughs> That's telling them, baby. Uh, how long have we been coming to the annual frolic?
0: Ever since it started? Now, let me see. That was back in the 60s, the time the town hall burned down. We
2: didn't
3: mean to burn it down.
2: The annual frolic got a lot of publicity for this town, didn't it?
3: Oh, yes. There were big stories in the papers
2: every year. Most people would never heard of this creepy town if it wasn't for the annual frolic. Isn't that right? You can say that again, bud. What was the annual frolic for every year? To have some fun. Now, as an experienced annual Follicker, would you say the young people can keep things bottled up inside them all the time? Oh no, no, that's very bad for you.
0: Well, is it very
2: good for you to riot? If it's just youthful
3: pranks, I don't believe in riots that are like uh, serious.
0: Tearing down fences is just funny, huh?
3: Well, gosh, sure it is. I, I, I mean.
0: It isn't serious. Well, I remember one of those stories in the paper that you referred to, the the uh, annual frolickers burned up a farmer's garden. You, you remember that? You remember what happened after that?
3: Well, yes, but how can you blame it on us if the fire department let it catch on the house and a whole street full of houses
0: burned down? Well, don't the frolickers sometimes take things at. Don't belong to them? Oh, no! now, wait
2: a minute. If you're trying to say we're guilty of breaking and entering, we never took anything from any store in this town unless the window was open and we could reach in and get it without entering at all. No, sir. Hmm. Who broke the windows? Uh, some rocks did. Well, no, I
0: won't make the obvious answer to that. You uh, have any more questions
2: for this witness? I just have one question for you, Judge. Does the town provide us with any recreation centers? Answer me that. Does the town provide us with any recreation centers? Well, actually, the town does. But
0: not enough, I'll admit. Uh Aha! Any further questions? Nope. All right. I've heard all the testimony. Now, Jill, I'm going to ask you to look at Bud.
4: What do you see? I... I see, Bud. What color is his hair?
3: It's brown. It's always been brown.
4: Look
0: again, Jill. But I uh, don't don't look, Jill. No. What do you see, Jill? Uh,
3: gray.
0: Bud, look at Jill. What do you see?
2: Her, her hair's brown.
0: Oh, I know. Quite obviously dyed, but what do you see around her eyes i I won't look well i'll tell you wrinkles and wrinkles in her cheeks and her neck is scrawny now look at each other both of you jill
3: bud
2: jill what happened to you oh
3: bud you've grown old
0: i'm a judge a member of the older generation now you you look at each other and then look at me who's the youngest of the three of us (gasps)
3: Fair. Everybody's
0: prejudiced against us. I'm going to pass sentence on you two. I sentence you both to five years in the reformatory. That's not fair. No, no. But I, I'll suspend sentence on these conditions. Bud will live in a furnished room at the south end of town, and he will conduct a paper route and keep his account straight. And Jill will take a typing course to fit her for useful work. And and both of you will be on probation until you're able to take adult jobs and perform them for six months consecutively to my satisfaction.
3: No, this is unfair.
2: I expected this. Grown-ups have always been against us. Grown-ups have made a mess of the world. And it's people like and me that are their hope for the future. Take them away all prejudice. Grown-ups are Everybody's against us. Nobody, nobody, nobody understands unfair. us. Someday we we'll, show us. we'll show it's you. We'll show you all. We have no right to treat us like this.
0: Next case. <laughs>
2: Theater 5 has presented The Delinquents, written by Robert Senadella and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Vicky Vola, George Petrie, Abby Lewis, Peter Fernandez, and Bill Griffiths. Audio engineer Marty Folia. Sound technician Ed Blaney. Script editor Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotzenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Ted Bell. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking.